All right, welcome to the Real Deal Podcast. I'm Eddie Marshall, and I'm here with the big three. <laughs> uh, they don't actually want to be called that, but I'm just messing with them. It's uh, Scott Kemp from now from uh, LA Infamous, and Kyle Spicka from Los Angeles Ironman, and Brandon Short. So, Brandon, why don't you say hi to everybody? What up, guys? How you doing? Kyle. How's it going, guys? Scotty. Yo, what up? So... I wanted to hit, hit you guys up, touch base, do a podcast, talk about the year. You know, we just, this is the first podcast. Well, we did, I did one with Miko, but um, we talked about the UWL stuff and his story. He's got a, you know, pretty interesting story coming from the, the woods of Finland to, you know, playing on one of the best teams. Oh, I listened to it. It was pretty good. Yeah. So, but you guys have, each of you has, has your own unique stories for 2012. They're all three. You have very interesting stories and, and what's going on and, you know, every you each one of you has a kind of a different mission heading into two thousand and thirteen. Um, so let's just start off, Brandon. I mean, how did you feel about the year as a whole? You know, like like right now, what are your what are what's going on in your head as far as like two thousand and twelve is concerned? At least um, for, for yourself, at least. Yeah, for, well, for myself, it was it was just another interesting year of paintball. It was I think it's like my eighth year playing professional paintball. Um, it's always fun, always competitive. Uh, of course, I'm getting older, so I'm taking on a new role, obviously. But uh, the year was good, and I it was just it was a really good year for paintball. I saw a lot of growth, a lot of good things. Um, the webcast is amazing, by the way. Yeah, well, I want to get into your thoughts on the sport a little bit later, because you know, as we were talking before we started rolling, and you had some really interesting things to say. You know, you are a veteran. You've been around for eight years. You've played at a high level the entire time. You have a unique perspective on what you've seen so far in the evolution of the game, your team, everything, you know. So, but you, you know, you yourself, it was a kind of an interesting year for you. You missed the first tournament because you had to go to a wedding. And then you also switched positions this year. Um, and so it was definitely kind of a tough year for you. You know, you had to adjust to a new role. You had a bunch of new guys on the team that you had to help move along. There was kind of a, I don't know, what, what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, well, as far as, as far as my personal journey this year, it was definitely crazy. Missing the first tournament, it, I mean, flat out sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it kind of set me behind, <clears throat> set the team behind. And then, honestly, each event, I kind of played a different role. Yeah. Um, coming into Phoenix, I was the first on the Dorito side. And then the next event, Eric uh, was hurt, so I had to kind of fill his spot. And then Jersey, I was more, I was the number one in the snake. Mm-hmm. I was the first guy in the snake. And then come World Cup, I was the first in the Doritos. So it was just, I was all over the place this year, which I didn't necessarily like. But I think I kind of needed to do that because I kind of had the experience. Well, well so the, there's not a lot yeah. of guys that can be that on, on your guy on, yeah. on the team you know because the airmen have a lot of talent but not a lot of experience very little ex- pro experience yeah. there, actually. Were, there was times where i told skinny it's like yo you know i'll play that spot but i don't necessarily want to he's like you know i need you there and you know it's what you have to do this so, is the coach kevin yeah yeah skinny, skinny kevin. kevin yeah and so you know you, you just listen and you do what you have to do for the team and it's just that simple yeah and and Kyle, you know, we'll get back to, to your your uh, you know, two thousand twelve question in a second, Brandon. But so Kyle, it was a really interesting year for you too. I mean, you've yeah. been doing this for a while now. You're not yeah, it's like just, third season. Yeah, so it's not like you're a rookie. Yeah. Um, you are phenomenally talented as the one, the first guy in the snake. But you're also one of those like archetype quintessential 
overthinking front players yeah, that when you spend too much time in your head, your game suffers. Mm-hmm. And knowing that, and, and this has been a struggle for a while now, but you kind of fought your demons and won a little bit of cup because you had a great tournament at cup. So yeah. kind of give me your thoughts on 2012 as you were heading into World Cup. Like what was going on in your mind before that tournament? Um, I think definitely that in inconsistency thing is something that I've been working on, kind of a fight with myself because I know that's my biggest thing. I know that I can play it top level top notch paintball and then again I'm doing making these mistakes that I shouldn't be making at this point I, I feel like within myself so just a whole year it was kind of I didn't even feel like I was fighting the other teams I'm like battling with myself going back and forth uh, not playing the paintball that I needed to play so through the whole year it's just each tournament I felt like I was working on something that I needed to improve within myself um, and then because some, during the year, like it, 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 you went from being one of the starting guys yeah. to then not having a yeah. good event. To like Chicago, I was, I think I told told Skinny Kevin, I was just like, just sit me, I'm, I'm worthless right now. So and that what, was a crushing tournament too for me and mentally, of course. Um, and I, I just like I need to, I need to change something, whatever, wherever needed. So then they switched, you switched sides, right? Yeah, I switched. Yeah. Well, no. Um, Cause yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Switched I switched sides. To, so New Jersey, I played Dorito side. That's what like Brandon was saying. He played first in the snake. I didn't do bad over there, and then I, uh, I mean, I I kept playing over there, and it wasn't bad. I was doing not bad, and then I think it was uh, Mao. I played over there, and it was still I wasn't really cutting it. Like what Ryan and you didn't do LJ, bad. Yeah, it, you know. But you weren't, but you weren't as good, honestly, as Ryan and LJ. Yeah, exactly. You know, like you'd have a couple good points, but they were having more good points. Yeah. But and then now going into Cup. Yeah. What was going on in your head because you guys had him in coming as a coach. Yeah. And so now you have you know Skinny Kevin, Kevin Brethauer as the coach, and then yeah. you also have, well, he was calling himself, or I, no, I wouldn't say he was calling himself, but he was joking. He's like, I'm the offensive coordinator. You yeah. know, and kind of was, you know, because yeah. he's responsible for trying to motivate guys to mm-hmm. be aggressive productive guys on the team and coach on the snake side and then you know the word coming back from practice was that oh dude Spica's playing phenomenal like yeah. he's killing it he's playing the best football he's played in a while and then you went into the prelims and dominated in the snake in the prelims you're doing great over there but then sunday hits and again same problem you know like so what was let's take it step by step what was going on in your head before like in those practices like why were you playing so great at practice you know i think going in to be completely honest with you um first things first like me and mike Kimmon always as i left when i left aftermath we kind of had a lot of bad blood yeah i mean i get along with mike Kimmon great outside of paintball best of friends but when it came down to paintball it's like i mean he was my kryptonite I just wasn't playing good and so you probably weren't stoked when yeah you heard no that mike was gonna be to coach. be completely honest and mike knows like i wasn't stoked when when i heard he was coming to the team and i was I'm like me- mentally too is all brewing in my head and I'm like this is not good you know I've been dealing with this stuff all you're year. already kind of on the bubble yeah. and now yeah I've been dealing yeah. with this all year now now this like how am I going to get through this and I think I was just like you know I have to let go of everything and go out and play the best paintball and me and Mike were just like clicking on the sideline and uh field layout worked really well for me and um doing really good just letting everything go and kind of just making making everything happen and I think that's what was really working the best for me just 
letting I think, I think yeah. the key is letting go. Yeah, yeah. Because when go. you let go is when yeah. you like you can I can almost see it in you when I'm sitting up there calling the games and I'm watching you play. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit, Kyle's thinking too much. Yeah. You know, and I can kind of see you slow down a little bit and your your head checks are a little more frantic and you're trying to process all the variables yeah. and like and it's like no nah, dude just put that kind of go you yeah know? it's like and world cup was was good too because i think we saw every type of paintball that can be like fast aggressive paintball and then the slowest paintball well i think we've, we've seen, seen in three four years yeah um and so it was good i mean i think i worked through it uh well not as the best as i could have but um, I mean, I thought it was. I was. I've been telling Brandon since after World Cup. I thought it was one of the best learning experiences I've ever had. I think it's gonna carry over to, to making me a great player. Yeah, I think so too. And also, it's but it's like the Achilles heel of you guys' team, though. At least now, you mm-hmm. know, not historically, of course, yeah. because you know you guys came off of two World Championships, and yeah. Brandon, you were a part of that team. Mm-hmm. Scotty, you were a part of that team too, weren't you? The second one. The second one. That was two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight and nine. Or seven and eight. Shoot. Seven. <laughs> uh, all blend together now, huh? It's yeah. God. Eight, eight, seven, eight for sure. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. Yeah, seven and eight. Seven and eight, yeah. Shoot. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, God, it's so many years, man. It's, they it's, all blend together. Yeah. It's just yeah. I was like, uh, we're, go- we're headed to World Cup, and someone was like, I was on the plane, and someone's like, you ever been to Orlando before? And I was like. <laughs> I always, I ask people that as a joke now. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I did the math, and I was like, dude, this is. Because I've been going to that World Cup every year since I was 16, so it was my 18th year going to World Cup. You know? it's hard my even... grandparents lived there, too, so it's like... So, you mean, yeah. Dude. And then for a while, we had two events there. <laughs> two events was ridiculous yeah. at the same place. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to, like, picture what a layout looked like two events ago, too, and it's so hard. I feel like after you grind so much on one layout, it's hard to just fixate your mind on that one. Yeah, and then it kind of just goes away. But And then, so, so we'll get to, you know, a little bit more fleshing out of your guys' stories. So, Scotty, you had a, a pretty a pretty terrible World Cup, you know, as far as the experience was concerned. But you got a new team now, so I think that that's kind of... I don't know, talk to me about it. How did it feel? You know, what was yeah. going on? I mean, you, you've been on the Ironman for a long time, but you, you give me the experience in your words. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've been on the Ironman for... This would be my fifth year. I was the third oldest vet on the team, right behind Brandon and Pax. And, um, you know, it was my family. I love the guys. I love Di, um, everybody at the company, everybody on the team. You know, it's always been there for me. It's been a family. And, um, yeah, it's been a journey. We've won a lot of tournaments. We won a World Cup. And that's, uh, you know, that's a success in itself. Like, there's a lot of paintball players that'll play professionally and have played professionally their entire lives and will never win a World Cup. Well, not only that, but we, we have, like, a couple years ago, I think it was, like, 2008, we were sitting around because it was, like, you know, everyone and their mom seemed like they were, like, oh, I'm a pro paintball player, and it was, like, all right, let's actually codify it. Like, what does it mean, you know? So we did that pro patch, yeah, exactly. and the qualification was to even get a pro patch, you had to play pro for, for three, three years, years and have one pro win. And have belt. a pro win, yeah. It's true, though, because, I mean, anybody... For a while there, it was like, oh, I'm pro. Like you are saying, I'm pro, I'm pro. It's like, man. You can buy a spot. Do you know how, you know how hard it is to be a professional yeah. paintball player? It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, but and then also, and then but you would get the gold patch. Because the gold patch was a pro, was the pro patch, but for it was gold, and it had a star on it. Five years. And that meant you played for pro for five years, and you'd won a world title. And, and, you'd, won a, and you'd won a tournament, too. Yeah. Because sometimes you get guys that would be like, you know, they somehow were on a team, 
that didn't win an event all year, but because they were like second, second, third, and everyone else was like, mm-hmm. maybe you won a first, but then took eighth or something, they went up winning the title. So you get these guys that had won the title, but had never won a tournament. And it was like, wait a second, that's not right. You know, so it was like, no, you'd have to won a pro event, played for five years, and get a, and have a world championship under your belt. Dude. Mm-hmm. So you'd be. And that was Rusty Glaze that, yeah. that did that. Me and Rusty. Right? Yeah, yeah, and Rusty. Yeah. Let's yeah. bring the patches back. <laughs> bring them I still back. have my patch in that bag right there. Patch. Do you really? That bag sitting right there. No I way. Yeah. I only have my silver <laughs> patch, but I, I think I'm gold now. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely gold. gold then we wanted to do we wanted to do another one. Maybe we should do it now. But it was going to be a gold a gold patch pro, uh, two gold stars on it, which meant that uh, you played for ten years. You won a world title, and we were kind of toying around with the wins. But you have to win like three events or five events or like so. It was like another level of pro, you know. Pretty soon it'll just be a cane because we're getting. <laughs> <laughs> you hear my knees cracking. I already need that. Yeah. So okay. So, yeah, I, um, as a lot of you guys know, I, at World Cup, I played with LA Infamous. Infamous. So, I'm going to back you up to the beginning of the season real quick and kind of break it down. Um, had great years, had great career with Ironman. Started out this year, missed the first event uh, with Brandon Short. We were in a wedding, Alex Hong, former Ironman player. Mm-hmm. and um, In the wedding. In the wedding. Yeah. It was a big deal. We we yeah. had to be there. Oh, for sure, dude. It was terrible, a big deal for him. It, landed on it, that day. it meant a lot to him that yeah. we missed the paintball tournament for that. And uh, I wouldn't change it if I could go back. Yeah, so we missed sure. the first event. Um, we were kind of on Kevin's radar from then. He was he was pretty mad about it. Going into the second event, Phoenix, um, I missed a practice for uh, a fitness show, as I've been doing a lot of... Yeah, because uh, you're trying to be a pro men's fitness competitor. Yeah, yeah. so I, I I missed the practice for an event. Um, kind of sucked because the practice wasn't really determined till the, the last minute and um, the following week. You know, I, I gave notice that I was going to miss Saturday, but I'll be there Sunday. I made all the other practices and everything. And uh, Saturday when I was gone, at the at the practice, Kevin announced to the team... He was going to sit me as the 11th player because we had 11 guys, only 10 can play. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew that, you know, the weakest link was going to be sat. Um, I really didn't think that was going to happen to me. Uh, you know, a lot of everyone on the team, all the guys kind of fought for me, try to get my spot on, but it didn't didn't work out. And, you know, I took I took my consequence. I took my punishment, came to the event, showed, you know, my dedication and care for the team. Um, missed work and and just came and helped out on the sideline because you know this is the team I want to be with and help out so I put in my effort and you know told told Kevin I want to earn my spot back went through practices earned my spot back um, for the third event third and fourth event kind of didn't really get as many reps as I, I felt like I should have kind of uh, on the second third lines um, but I was out there you know Going into World Cup, grind it out every weekend, you know, just want to win another World Cup. We had a great team. We were placing top four every event. I knew we were right there, and, um, you know, we were gelling really well. Our practices were really good. Everything was productive, coming together. I felt like we had a chance to win this World Cup. We went into, going into World Cup, we... uh, had 11 guys again. One's going to sit. And you're in Florida practicing. And we're in Florida. Florida. We yeah. flew out a week early. Um, no way did I think that I would be the 11th guy sat. 
Me and Brandon, I was, like, none of us really thought I I was playing really good at all the practices. I felt like I was playing really good. I felt like I was doing my job. Um, everyone on the team said I was doing good. And going into, yeah, finishing up Sunday of the practice, the weekend before, Kevin pulls me aside and tells me, hey, you know, we got 11 guys. Um, you're going to be the 11th for this event. I was caught off guard. Like, really? You, you think I'm the weakest link? Like, you don't think I'm playing good? It was like, it's just that I want to play. Yeah, like yeah. I want to play the other guys. Um, I want to get Daniel in. And nothing to take away from him. He's a great player. He's doing great. And I'm happy for him. Um, this was his first event playing pro. He was kind of like our project that we were working with. So he wanted to put him in over me. And um, I just felt like, you know, he was just picking on me all year long. Like, first I missed the first event for the wedding. Then he sat me the second event because I missed a practice. Um, then he kind of just didn't play me that much third and fourth. And then he's going to sit me for the fifth. And I'm just like, man, like, he, you know, he just isn't giving me a chance. And I felt like I was just... Spinning your wheels. Yeah. Being, and, it, and it's frustrating because, I mean... Felt like I'm playing good, and I, I've won championships with this team. I've been through the grinder with this team, and I'm like, man, if if I'm gonna be sat now, it's like, you know, am I am I gonna be off the roster next year? And so, um, that night I was debating my decisions of going home or, you know, playing on a divisional team or something. And I talked to Bobby Avila's, and he was like, hey, well, we do have nine guys because. Brad's hurt. Let me see if they, they want to pick you up. So all the infamous guys talked about it, and they picked me up. So kind of crazy that's story. Crazy, yeah. That Sunday night before, um, you know, a week before the event starts, uh, Brandon and Kyle dropped me off. You know, I pack up my things from the Ironman house, and Brandon and Kyle dropped me off at the infamous house, and I move into their house. <laughs> so dramatic. pretty. <laughs> it was, so it was weird for us too, for me and Brandon, was, for two yeah. days. We're like. <sighs> Really? Like, is this really happening? It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, like, well, we well, don't need this at World Cup. Yeah. Like, but, well, what were you guys thinking at the time? You know what I mean? Like, well, I don't mean to cut Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, going into the event, I didn't even think twice about it that, honestly, Daniel would sit. Daniel's a new kid. It's I thought, World Cup. It's World Cup. Yeah. We're all here. Hardest term of the year. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm like, Daniel's, just like Scott said, he's... He's a great player, phenomenal. It's year one, game one, day one for him, you know? Yeah. And then you have Scott. And it's it's always hard, I believe, to ask my opinion about Scott. I think Skinny never asked me about it. It's because you look at it, he's my best friend. Yeah, so it's like... How it's... can you ask me about him, you know? But yeah. honestly, in my heart, playing pro paintball for all these years, I still believe that Scott would have been a good choice to have on that field, especially come Sunday when the game slowed down and we needed experience. Yeah. But it didn't happen. And when I found out that Scott was sitting, it was just crazy. You know, it's like... I could see it in Brandon, too. Like, I'm... I mean, of course, they've had such a greater bond than I've had with both of them, so it's like... It's weird seeing Brandon, like, so distraught about it, too. I'm like... Well, I knew knew what the outcome was. You know, it's like... Scott has a lot of respect for himself. You know, it's you, you can't stick around. You know. No, yeah, I, I, and I don't, and I don't fault you at all, because a lot, so you know, there's so many different ways you could kind of take this, but I mean, dude, I've been on so many teams when the situation like that had presented itself, and you know, and I remember when it happened. Um, 
and and I had heard about it. And what I, my first thought was, I was like, wow, that's a bold move. I was like, this kid, Daniel Lopez, better be. And when I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but I was like, I was <coughs> like, man, this kid better be the second coming, because you know, in order to, and and then, and I'll, and I will give Daniel props because. And I don't. I can't remember. Did he even play? Did he play Sunday? I don't think so. Yeah, he didn't play play Sunday very much. But the games that he did get in for a while, he was the number one ranked guy mm-hmm. out of everybody. So I'm not taking anything away from the kid. And I understand Skinny's decision because I guess he wanted to make a bold move and put this new kid in. But I'm like, man, I was like, dude, you're taking a vet who's got World Cup experience. He's won a World Cup. He's played on a team for four years. He's got like, I mean, this is what you're. I want to say this is your eighth year pro, right? Eighth year. Me and Brandon both eight years. Yeah. Cause and you started on the Ironman. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause I remember when we all left to form excessive, then you guys came on to help rebuild that team as like the young up and coming dudes. Well, I know from Skinny's standpoint, Skinny's gonna say you know it's nothing personal, obviously. And what they were thinking was, we need more offense on the field, right? <clears throat> Scott is more of a role player in the back, obviously. Where well, Daniel's Daniel, a one, and you're a two. Exactly. You know, so that's so a good... So, in, in their mind, it's like, let's get another kid, more reps, just throw him at the snake, throw him at the snake. Well, that was all great and dandy, and it, it, was, a, it was a decent idea, but as soon as the good team started rolling around, yeah. points were 1-1, one 2-1. to, one, two to one. It's Games are any 3-4, yeah. The, kid, you know, two, the kids that we need the missiles, they're just irrelevant at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you look at how that, that, that field ended up playing, and it didn't start that way, but it evolved it that way. Yeah, it's funny because our first two games, which we rolled up 7-0, 7-0, those teams weren't disciplined. And, and, then, we, and then we played Impact, who... Didn't have a great event. Who didn't have a great event, but they're all veterans, and they figured it out. Yeah. They're like, okay, this is a shoot em out field. Let's slow it down. And that... That threw us off our rocker because that's the first time we we knew I kind of knew that could come. Well, you played? Did you play Impact fourth game? Oh, we played on the third game. Third, third game. game prelims. Okay. We needed to win that one too. So as soon as we played them and they slowed it down, it was a whole new ball game. Yeah. Whole new ball game. All of a sudden, it was shooting your guns, communicating, teamwork. Making real smart moves. Not just real smart, smart moves, moves but yeah. real smart moves. Oh, yeah. it was, everything was so tight. It was no longer flying down the snake like we were doing yeah. the two previous games. So. So I know I know where Skinny was coming from, and I know on Skinny's behalf it's nothing personal, but it's just rough. It's I felt so rough, dude. Missing that first event, I yeah. just always felt like we were on our heels the all all year long. All year long, yeah. I just had to fight our way back. Yeah, and I mean, as far as and then you and then you were having to go to all these different positions too. So I mean, this is probably one of the more interesting years play wise you've had. You're fighting on your heels all year long. And also, you know, you're used to being like the superstar on the Iron Man. I mean, this, it took a couple. Like, I remember when I remember when you first got on the Iron Man, and I remember when we left to form excessive, and then you know, obviously the Iron Man weren't going to go anywhere, so they picked a bunch of young guys. And I remember kind of like looking around a couple of tournaments and being like, okay, this is because you know, I, all I will always have a soft spot in my heart for the Iron Man. Yeah, like, I spent sure. five and a half, almost six years on that team. You it's know, and it's team. like won a world championship with that team. Like, it's it's one of the it's the in my opinion, the greatest team ever, other than arguably Dynasty. And then, uh, but 
I remember looking and then in and I was like, and then people were like, oh, this Brandon kid's pretty good. And I was like, okay, you know, and like, they got a bunch of young talent, you know, and then it took you a couple seasons, but, and then you were a phenom in the snake. You were like, and I remember us having the conversation where you were like, yeah, I feel limited in the snake. I want to expand my game. And I was like, dude, if I was your coach, I'd be like, you know, that ain't happening because that'd be like the best shortstop in, in baseball coming up. Like, <clears throat> yeah, dude, I really want to play center field. You know, I really yeah. feel like I'm really feeling center field right now. But and by like, defense, this isn't professional baseball. No, I know. The game, the game's always evolving and changing, and you gotta. But but spots. at that time when you were a front snake guy, like, I mean, and you know, you have the right to argue because you've earned it. But at the time, this because this was three, this probably four years ago now that we're talking about. I remember when you first told me that. Maybe three years. ago. No, yeah, I think this was like 2008. Yeah, I think it was like 2008 or 2009. It's kind of right when the team was starting to lose our core of when we were still dominating. Yeah. It was definitely after the two wins and all that. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, and, I mean, obviously, you're, you're, you have the, the chops to be a two, because that's the hardest position to paintball, I feel. You know I mean? The, the, the insert role, mid-insert role, the really good guys, you know, like the Archie Montemayors of the world, you know, yeah. those are hard, that's well, a hard spot. What was happening was, <clears throat> as I was playing the one spot all those years for the Ironman, I was constantly being asked to travel the world and play for other teams. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where I was starting to develop, you know, more of a two spot, mm -hmm. which I, I love. And it's, it's more like, comp, you know, complex. complex thinking. I love it. You know, like I, I really do think paintball is a chess game and there's a lot, you know, wit and smartness to it. And you, you gotta be intelligent. And I think it really shows come Sunday, like who the smart guys, who the smart guys are. Yeah. You know, it's like, Talent, you can only have so much talent. It's just like any other sport. Yeah. Well, it's all mental. We it's talk about that mental, all the time, yeah. man. I mean, like, at the top of the game, I mean, I, what would you say? I think it's 10% physical, 90% mental. Yeah. Because yeah. anyone oh, yeah. can learn how to snap shoot. It takes, a, it takes maybe a year to learn the, how the... No, I'm not saying you're going to be an expert at it, but to shoot left-handed like and rainy, snap exactly. shoot and, like, what, what's up? <laughs> Skeleton Rainy. Yeah, you know, it's he's like... like the best one on our team. He's probably... He's good, dude. Top of the game. Yeah, I mean, he's... He's a very unique mix of a guy that can pretty much almost play any spot on the field. You know, I mean, I mean, he's not super short and fast. I mean, he's not slow, but he's, you know, you know he's not thick. But it's not like you're going to run the snake yeah. off the break every single point. But I remember there was a couple, was it, I think it was in uh, at Mid-Atlantic Open that he was going, he went to the snake and... But he can play the two. He can play the back center. You know, he's a rare player. You it's know, funny it's, too. We saw Randy today. It's like, so I was thinking about getting a gym membership, and then I uh, thought about it for a couple of minutes, and I decided not to. Because <laughs> 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 he's got to weigh one hundred and ten yeah. pounds. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you or uh, Kyle, I think you might outweigh. I might. Yeah. I it's a good so. chance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but still though, it's it's. It is very interesting. So, Scotty, are you going to play with Infamix next year? or I mean, who are you? Well, thanks for listening to the Real Deal podcast brought to you by paintballaccess.com. And there's a wealth of content on the site. There's videos from the past events. There's player statistics. We have stories and blogs from the top players in the game. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You know, that way you guys can stay in touch with all the news and events in the paintball world. And to find a local event near you, make sure you check out pspevents.com. There's tons of affiliates all over the world so whatever level of paintball you happen to be playing at even if you play rec and you want to get into the game uh, you definitely can find it on pspevents.com also make sure to follow me on twitter and instagram maddie marshall sd and let me know who you guys want to hear from on this podcast and if you like the podcast make sure you tell your friends about it so we can keep doing this so thank you guys for tuning into the real deal and be sure to listen in next week